The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Are you ready to get LinkedIn? We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. What's next on that one, Lord? I do. Mother talking to me, tried to tell me how to live. <laughs> I don't listen to it because my head is like a sieve. <laughs> Your head is like a sieve. Do you know what that's from? No, but I'm excited to hear. Cheech and Chong. Cheech and Chong? I'd have never guessed. Yes, they had a whole a whole bunch of records, wow. actually. Well, yeah, I remember their records. I didn't realize there was... That's cool. That's one of the big songs. Yeah, it's the, one of the only songs that actually has any music on it. Yeah. On the record. Okay. Because so, Cheech just plays a little bit of guitar. So. Right. Or Chong does, I think. It's Tommy Chong that does. One of, the, one of the two. It's either Cheech or Chong. So, Mike, guess what? Uh, yeah, what? We, we have an absolute rock star on the show with us today. That's what. We do. Mike, say hello to Mike. Hi, Mike. Yeah, that was Up in Smoke. That was a classic. Um, I, I really enjoyed that uh, show, uh, that, that uh, movie. That was classic. I don't even know what's up with Ching Ching Chong, uh, Cheech and Chong now. What, what's going on with them, actually? I don't even know what they're up to. So uh, They're on the Get Legal Tour right now, and they're touring the United States. They were just through Denver about uh, three months ago. Cool. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Good. Good to hear. So I'm excited to be with you guys today and, and talk about everything. So um, I, I'm just ecstatic to be with you guys, and um, I'm ready for any questions and answers and help your listeners. And uh, thanks for, again for the opportunity. You're welcome. I got a great question, but Mike is jumping out of his skin, so well, go for it. No, I just I – just, we, we noticed that you're out of New York and you're into sailing. You're yes, in- absolutely. I love sailing, and uh, it's one of my passions, lifelong passions. So, so where did you find that information, Mike? I go to the LinkedIn profile interest section. That's the first place I go after the headline. And Mike Krause has sailing on his interest section, which makes it personal, because I heard a story, Mike, this morning that I did not know about my Michael, that he had been sailing before. I didn't know that. And that he had a 71 Cougar pulling the sailboat. 
Yeah, it was a sinful thing to do to that car. Yeah. Well, tell us about your sailing experiences. What What's your favorite sailing story? Um, my favorite sailing story um, is uh, when we cross Lake Ontario. Um, it's always an adventure and um, a lot of people don't realize that um, uh, the lake is huge. I mean, it's a huge, one of the great lakes. Um, and I have the privilege of living in Rochester, New York, which is, um, you know, literally only takes me about 15 minutes to get to the lake and then we're, we're sailing. And um, when the lake is a little bit different than an ocean because it, it has um, shorter chop. So it doesn't have those long flowing um, ocean waves. That It's uh, more of a rigid thing. And they actually also say that if you can sail in Lake Ontario, you can pretty much sail anywhere in the world because it's it's a it's very um, there's not much time to react. So you're always on on the strings. You're always adjusting your sails uh, to get it across. Anyways, we were bringing a brand, a, a, note, a boat back that we bought about two years ago across from Sackett's Harbor to Rochester, New York. And, and we recognized that um, uh, we had no working engine. We had no um, no number one sail. We had a ripped main. Uh, we had uh, supports that were weak, and we were transporting this one actually back to Rochester. So here we are out in the middle of the lake, and we had no radio. So here we are completely abandoned, and uh, it was a, a different experience because – when you're really relying on your team and basically nothing else but your skills, it, that's really when you start to really appreciate sailing and that it's a powerful boat if you're just relying completely on the wind. We had no engine or anything as a backup. so, And we made it home safe. So that was a good, good, good time and a good experience. But it's not for the novice at heart. Most people would have freaked out and probably called uh, the Coast Guard. So You're more of a man than I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Share that. I bow down to you here. I'll tell you my little big lake story. It's a really short one. How's that? We Good. took our little boat up to up to uh, Lake Superior, In known the home of the Edmund Fitzgerald, if you'll recall. You know, didn't get to the other side over there. Got the boat up on the water, and guess what? We're not going out. Let's just go enjoy something else instead. This is too much for us. My dad is more the sailor than I. Yeah, and he gave up. So. Absolutely, and uh, it's like the old sail time stories. And um, actually, the, the one of the worst stories I have um, compared to that one is actually on a motorboat. And when we were crossing Lake Ontario, all of a sudden we were getting eight to ten foot waves, and um, the waves started cracking over the back of the boat, uh, which is the worst possible situation for anything because that means that the waves are higher, and the, it, the boat shouldn't be out there at all if they're coming over behind you. So they're like chasing. Um, and that, that was a little bit scary. And then, um, you know, the bilge pump can't keep up, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, word to the wise, if you're just starting to get out into boating, stay close to shore and have a good radio. How about that for a tip? <laughs> so it's a good tip. Um, best start on a lake where you can see the shore all around you. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that you'll be safe and you'll be happier. But, uh, going back to the LinkedIn, I'm glad that you bring that up because from a sales point of view, I'm always trying to teach people a little bit more about interests. In fact, yesterday I was just talking to um, Cheryl about this, um, my my assistant, and we were talking about how interest drives everything. So a lot of times people are just hammering the phone at um, you know nothing. I call it just calling to call. Well, that's not good anymore in sales. And if you can master tools like LinkedIn, just like you guys looked at my interests. 
Well, you can join a group. You can start chatting with a CEO. You can start chatting with other people with like-minded interests. And then you bring up the product or service you sell. And, and by the way, you haven't even picked up the phone yet. So right. you don't even have to deal with that constant rejection that I know a lot of salespeople go through. And that, that, that's great that you guys are maximizing LinkedIn like that. Well, you got it. You got it dead on. We are 100% aligned on that because that's what Lori and I do. In fact, we like to try to have, if possible, you know, a, a, a beer with somebody before we even talk about business. Talk about interests. You know, they really come out over over a drink, as we discover. And and, and in a lot of cases, those are chance happenings, aren't they? You know, you run across someone at an event and you have you're having a beer together. Mike, I step out and check out their LinkedIn profile. I say, excuse me a second, and I and I go on out, and I check out their profile, and I scroll on down to exactly the stuff you're talking about. I thought you were going out to do something illicit. No, I'm going, no, no, this is not the Cheech and Chong <laughs> show here. Well, I guess it is the Cheech and Chong show. It could but be no, Cheech and Chong. The actual answer is I'm actually going out to do that. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what's interesting, uh, two points there is, one, the average sales cycle is over a year. So you – People start looking at you way before they even think about buying. And that is tr so true, Mike, that you bring up is the first thing I do. I'm so loyal to LinkedIn. I just did two invites this morning. I'm constantly growing my network. And it, I want to check them out. I want to see where they were, what they've been doing, you know, what's their education, what's their background, who they're connected to. And I think the, the credibility of LinkedIn is just unbelievable. Don't you guys? It is. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I love I love the part about LinkedIn where part when you do use the interest section and you are authentic to who you are, when you can represent yourself in an authentic manner online, when people meet you after they've read your profile or they they meet you and, and then read your profile, six one half dozen the other, they get the same message both times. And that's where you build your credibility, where you build trust with people and they want to find ways to do business with you. Yeah. Mike, we love Absolutely. when people say you're you're just like I expected. Right. Uh, that brings up an interesting story too with social media is um, about two years ago I was at a conference and um, they were using Twitter to, to tweet each other and then all of a sudden they tweet hey, you know I'm at ABC conference and they go I'm at ABC conference and guess how far away how many feet they were from each other 10 feet yeah about 10 feet away from each other they go where are you and where are you they turn to each other that was the first time they met but they've been tweeting and social media for over a year and that was the first time they made face to face and just to your mic you're just like what I thought you would be so we live in such a powerful society now with the social media. It's incredible that you can actually get to know someone without talking to them in person, without even seeing them in person. And it's like you've built that relationship. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I've added I've added to it lately on on advice from smart people that we meet at shows. You know, we try to attend as many other people's sessions as possible when we're speaking at shows. And uh, um, I like to look at the last 20 or so tweets now, too, because if someone is tweeting about, well, you might be tweeting about sailing or you might be I might be tweeting about the 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 group we took to First Avenue after the OMS show last week to go see live bands playing stuff. You kind of change your conversation maybe based on what they're tweeting about 
because tweets are inherently very knee-jerk reaction sort of things. You really do get to understand someone from their tweets because they're not planning it out a whole lot unless they're those corporate tweets. Right. Absolutely. And it's more of a natural um, instinct, I guess. But uh, the opposite is true. Um, and I had an opportunity to, to um, teach at the college level about a year ago. And uh, I was surprised that these seniors did not really know what LinkedIn was. Now, wouldn't you think that that, Mike and Lori, that that would be opposite? It will be. It, it will be. I mean, it, it's it's coming. We just finished the book Networking for Nerds that's targeted to the juniors and seniors in college to help them figure out this is not Facebook. This is social networking. The, the, the interesting thing is businesses look at at kids coming out of college saying, wow, they know all about social networking. Yeah, but you know what? They don't know anything about business yet. So don't hand over your business social networking to a college student that has that has no uh, nobody looking over their shoulder and teaching them how to communicate in a business environment. Just because they get Facebook doesn't mean they're going to understand. Just, just, just because they know right. how to tweet doesn't mean they know what to tweet. Right. Correct. Yeah, probably. Definitely. Absolutely. And also, um, I had a there. I gave them their first homework assignment. I said to go out and do, open up their LinkedIn profile, and then I also said, in the same breath, make sure you guys clean up your Facebook. And they're like, oh yeah, we know what we're doing out there. And I'm like, all right. So the next day, being the uh, person I am, I, I call people's bluff, and I go, all right. Who's cleaned up their Facebook? Oh, we all have. I go, all right, I'm just going to pick one of your names and I'm going to put it on Facebook and see what it is. I go, so, Jim, you were out drinking uh, until 3 o'clock last night and here you are doing a, a keg stand. Huh. And they're like, you know, it's 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 like people don't understand that social media can you be used as a sword too. Right. Um, and it's it's out there forever and, uh, you know, embarrassed the whole class and sure enough, then they started putting their securities on. But, uh, you know, we use it. I'm working with a couple large companies right now, and it's part of our onboarding process before we hire is that we check out their Facebook and their LinkedIn profile. It's part of our hiring system. So let me ask you a question then, because I do know a guy in in um, Halifax who was hired because he had pictures of him drinking beer with his buddies and they were not inappropriate. But he was out there, you know, making fun of himself. And the company hired him because they said if he because he can laugh at himself because and the fun with this, he's going to be a fun person to work with and add value to our corporate culture. A cultural fit for that company, exactly. maybe not a cultural fit for, for another company. Else. So, do, what do you do when you come across people and it seems inappropriate to you, or it seems like maybe they could have made a better choice there? That's a great question, and I think it does go back to what Mike just kind of said: is that fit their culture. Being a bank is uh, one of our my, one of my larger clients um, that that wouldn't fit. But on the right. other hand, if it was just like him hanging out with his friends and his one beer, I mean, honestly, most people go out and have a beer. Um, we're not going to look at it that way. I think it's the the behavior. Or um, I had a colleague put someone did a YouTube video. And he was literally falling down and mocking himself out, and it was out on YouTube. And, you know, he did not push his career forward because one of his friends, not himself, took a video. I don't know if he's a friend anymore, but took a video of him and put it out there on YouTube. Um, right. And actually, that same college class found that because I embarrassed myself. I invited this person in as a guest speaker. 
And I, I knew him from a social arrangement and they go, hey, I just want to let you know that your guest speaker has this YouTube out. So this the the teacher became the student uh, real right. quick. So that's stuff like that has happened to us in the past, too. We thought we vetted somebody, but there's so many social platforms out there. One trick that I use is I've got an Excel spreadsheet with every social network I'm on, especially the ones that I, I go out, I create a profile and I leave it. I tell people, find me on LinkedIn if you want to connect me. But yeah, um, we're not going out to Bebo and right. Friendster and all those places on any regular basis. So we, but so. we've got a list of where we are. And I know the last time I updated the profile on each of those and what the login information is and, and if I ever use it and for what. But it's hard to keep track of all the, all the chatter and clutter. Absolutely. And, and you bring up a great point. And I don't know if this is still true. And I don't know if I don't want to put you guys on the spot for data. But is there over 200 social media platforms now? I mean, I think my stat might be a little bit old, but there's so many more out there than one might think. I mean, do you have any right. idea how many there are out there? We do. And we'll answer that yeah. question right after we come back from break. So Mike, okay. guitar. Where is it? Oh, okay. I'm Take us set it down. I got picked up the microphone and now we it's wanna, time to do a ditty. We want to do a ditty and thank our sponsors and we'll be right back. Now, Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for the Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line -line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try my SEO tool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. The Jerry Abram Show, Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Mike, this is not the acoustic show. Lori. This is not. I was just going to say, this is. You are on fire today. I think Billy Idol on the wall over there and Van Halen are kind of inspiring you in a different direction. Yeah, we're actually cutting the show today from our video studio here in in Minnesota. It has Led Zeppelin, Morrison, Prince, uh, Bob Seger, Van Halen, uh, live at Budokan with Cheap Trick, and Billy Idol's Whiplash Smile. <laughs> So you asked a question, how many social networking sites are there? If you go out to Wikipedia, they had actually had um, at one point 323 social networking sites and they just come and go so quick. I've started getting, there's there's some new ones out that are, are getting some traction, but you get um, you get invitations from people for social networking sites. And I got to ask you, Mike, do you, do you accept them all? Or do you just say, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to spend my time here on LinkedIn? You know, that's one of those powerful questions. And I just did, I would say, no, I don't accept them all on different new platforms um, because just don't have enough hours in the day. And I've been on LinkedIn now probably four years and I'm pretty loyal to it. Uh, I think I was when it was 20 million and now it's, I think it's over a hundred million. So I've uh, been out there a while on that, but I just did do referral key the other day and you guys probably got an invite on that too. And the only reason I did that is because they were offering cash for referrals and I, I really look at it, but I know there's like Plaxo, there's, there's many of them out there and I honestly, I just can't keep up with them all. Um, but um, how about you guys? Do you guys have a, a filter that you try to use? Um, it's usually a time availability thing for me. Um, I like to set up a presence on other sites, especially if we're going to be talking, for example, one time I, I spoke to a group of electrical engineers, so I went out and joined EE people so I would know about the platform that was directed to them. Uh, but on all those other auxiliary platforms, I tell everybody, if you want to talk to me, don't send me a message here. I will not see it. You've got to find me on LinkedIn. That's the place to be. Yeah, I, I, I mirror that as well. And, and uh, an article just came out just, just yesterday. I tweeted on it this morning and updated my status with this, that um, LinkedIn trumps Facebook in popularity contest. Some 59% of those who use social networking sites like Facebook say that their most important social networking account is their LinkedIn account. Last year, it was 41%. This year, it's 59 yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty important. I mean, when when you think that LinkedIn went IPO, LinkedIn it's public company. They're they're here to stay. Um, you know, people are starting. To, it's like they're tar starting to take them seriously all of a sudden. But we you don't have to take a look at the new stuff that's going on. And there's some of these new ones are really aren't social networking platforms. They're utilities that play with the other platforms. Right. They're, they're not a platform of their own so much, but I, I had I got asked to draw a definition of what's a social network. Right. And this is how I drew it. If you have a profile and you have a network, there's some connection mechanism and you can communicate that that's the kind of looks like a duck, squawks like a duck kind of thing. Could be a social network. There you go. So, Mike. I want to go back to, to sales because I know you're loyal to LinkedIn. You use it. You've got your own radio show. Um, so real quickly, tell us where people can find your radio show. 
Well, uh, they can find it at salessensesolutions.com. To the right there, and they click on Blog Talk Radio, or it's blogtalkradio.com forward slash salessense. And it's on Wednesdays, 12 to 12.30 every week. And I have a, a professional on there that we talk about sales for 30 minutes. And there's a lot of value that's created, so it helps people. My lifelong goal is just to make people's job easier in selling because I know a lot of people um, have struggles out there, and I just want to help people. Um, that That's the main function of the the goal uh, the goal of the radio show that that's brilliant now here's what i like what you said you know who your audience is you're helping sales folks get things done better and no matter what you do everything i hear you say always includes the that sales focus and when you're focused you have much more success on linkedin with with 120 million people on linkedin now a, a, about a month and a half ago we were teaching a class one of the people in the class came to lab and he didn't have a LinkedIn profile yet. He was user number 115 million plus. And that, that was, that was insightful. But when you focus on what your target market is, then it's much easier to focus your message and enough people respond to your message that you get business done and you can make a living doing what you're doing. Um, Aaron, Aaron from OMS told us the best comment, best little thing I had was, if everyone likes you, nobody loves you. Right, right. So we need people that love us, that want to do business with us. So what, what is, what is Mike, your best little known tip for people to use LinkedIn? And it can be sales focused. We'll make this show all about sales guys. But what, what's your best LinkedIn tip that you like to tell people? You know, uh, that's, that's a great question. The best tip is number one if you're going to do it do it um i see a lot of empty profiles out there and oh. you, don't you guys agree like already if you're gonna do jump into anything let's do let's do it 100 percent. just don't put your name um, and contact information because it's almost like you shouldn't bother so put put a lot of content up there on that and a lot of links to your website etc and, and take the time maybe it takes a few hours have your resume handy etc etc and, and fill out your profile and then the second step is to join like-minded groups and the third step is to put up information don't just do it once. Try to do an update, you know, once a day or once a week, whatever your schedule is going to be, and be con be consistent with it. Nice, I, I love that. It, it's the the thing that I ask people. I even had a discussion this morning. This lady uh, and I were on the phone talking about uh, we're we're starting a, a initiative for LinkedIn for women um, to help them improve their profiles and things. And we got to the picture again. And she said, you know, my husband won't put a picture on his LinkedIn profile because he's only connecting to people he knows. He says they already know him and he doesn't have a good picture anyway. And that that's the thing. When you see somebody that doesn't have a picture or their profile's not built out, they don't they don't not just lose credibility, they don't get any credibility because people look at it and say, Well, what what's here? There's nothing here for me to work with. Who yeah, are you? A, what do you do? In a nutshell, it comes down to when they look at your profile, are they more inclined to do business with you as a result or less inclined? And and most people answer the question, I wouldn't do business with me. I'm gonna go fix it now. Right. And you know, it's cool too, because you can build out your LinkedIn profile and maybe you spend a weekend doing it well. And I'll plug our book here for a second, Mike, but rock the world with your online presence is available on Amazon and it's 188 pages to get you through that process. But 
when they have a brilliant profile, now you've got something to work with. And like you said, joining the like-minded groups, inviting people to see your profile, posting relevant information. Whenever you're out there moving around the space, people have the opportunity to click on your headline and go back and look at your profile. So what are they going to see? That's brilliant. So tell me, Mike, what's your favorite? I'm going to completely turn your head on this one. What's your favorite concert store? I want to hear a little bit about Mike Krause's musical tastes. Well, actually, I think my favorite one's about to happen. Um, because uh, I'm going to oh. go to the U2 in uh, <gasps> Meadowlands. So, oh, well, jealous. Yeah, so um, I, I'm really excited. And yesterday, and this is just how spontaneous I am, I, my friend says, I got an extra ticket, and like two minutes later, we were booked with a hotel, and uh, he's flying in from um, Chicago, and I'm, I'm here from New York, and I still will fly to the Meadowlands because it's, uh, it's about a six-hour drive, and we're just going, and I'm pumped. And then he sent me uh, – a, uh, a clip of what to expect because he just went to it in Seattle and I'm just ecstatic about that. So I think that's going to be the best to come, but wow, Mike and I just, we were, we were still kind of in transition moving from Denver to Minneapolis when you two came to Denver, but we were out on a, at a conference the day that you two hit Denver and we missed it. And so we're trying, we're looking at their, at their, because we're, we're booked for like 10 or 12, I guess 12 conferences through the end of the year now. So we're looking at our schedule and trying to find out where is you two going to be? Is there any correlation? And if not, is there a couple of days where we have some not flying around or doing something or being somewhere where we can just go see you two? They are probably one of my all time favorite bands. Yeah, Love I'm. Ex- it, it was one of my life go long goals, and I told my friend Greg, I go, you made one of my checklists, you know, my bucket list. I said I wanted to do it. I wasn't really thinking about it, and there it was, the law of attraction, and boom. And uh, wow. it's going to be awesome. And it's in the Meadowlands, July um, 30th, which is in New Jersey. So, and I guess they have a whole new center there, New Meadowlands. I didn't even know that. So. It's, wow. it's going to be really cool, and uh, I, I don't know. I'm excited about that, but I've been – I think my first concert was ZZ Top, believe it or not, and I was like 17. Oh. So, uh, I love ZZ Top. I know. Uh, you know, I thought it was cool. Gang, 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 story. <laughs> ZZ Top is coming here. To Minneapolis? To Minneapolis within 15 miles of this low down little suburb we're staying at right now cool i mean literally there's nothing around here but a casino we're we're in the suburbs of the suburbs yeah yeah there's, <laughs> there's pheasants here okay yeah pheasant bird probably some gunshots um so yeah uh, I- well, well, our time is almost up. I really want people to be able to to connect with you. So Mike Krause, K-R-A-U-S-E, is that correct? That's correct, yes. Okay, and how can they – where's the best place for people to find you? Well, the best place is salessensesolutions.com. And lit- I just put up uh, 10 new videos uh, yesterday, uh, and we're starting a video blog. So on there, there's some great content to handle objections, rejection, uh, when to leave a voicemail, how to leave a voicemail, and some awesome content that we just created. And it's uh, me talking in a whiteboard, so it's a little bit interactive, not just me talking out loud into a, a microphone or something. So it's a video blog, and we're really excited to launch that. That's and that's cool. at salessensesolutions.com. And then um, the radio show is on 12 to 1230 on Wednesdays. And you can always send me an email at uh, five, excuse me, Mike at salessensesolutions.com. 
And always call me at 585-704-MIKE-6453. So um, I'm happy to help anyone achieve their goals in sales. And it's been awesome uh, talking with you guys and rocking on with you. And uh, it sounds like you have a fun show here. And I really appreciate the opportunity. It's it's brilliant. You've got a great focus. Mike's heart and his passion is in helping salespeople particularly. So it's fun when we find other people where that's the case. And we, I love it. I love you, bro. Love you. Yeah, I love you guys too. And you're going to be on my show. I don't have my calendar, but you guys are going to be on mine soon too. So it'll be fun yes. to see you guys again and uh, safe travels. Thanks okay, so how, much. How far is Jersey City from you? Oh, six, uh, six and a half hours. Forgot we'll, it. Don't we'll, ignore we'll be, the question. We'll be speaking in Jersey City in July as well, and then uh, and then in uh, Boston and all over. But we're going to be all over the states this year. It's going to be fun, fun tour with OMS and Clixie sponsoring some of our probably 10 of those events. Ten of those states, yeah. So that's cool. Um, so, Mike? I'm, I'm going to do a little bit of hybrid. Before you do your hybrid, let me tell people where they can find Rock the World with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 o'clock on webmasterradio.fm. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, right on webmasterradio.fm. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes, Rock the World, all one word, Rock the World with LinkedIn. And, hey, follow us on Twitter. Go to rockstarnetworking.com. You can find Mike and I all over the place and see archives of our show at rocktheworldradio.com. So, Mike, take us out. Well, you know, I'm going to paint the picture. It's 1984. And this unbelievable band had come on, come around with all new guitar work. People had never heard guitar like this, and all of a sudden they come out with a keyboard song. So I'm going to do that here, actually. Okay, and who is it? Oh, you got to figure it out for yourself. I have to figure it out for myself. Da 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 da. Maxwell, don't. Dream.